Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the What's Up Grimes podcast. This is a special edition because this is our first ever episode of What's Up Grimes with friends. With I'm friends. Here, I'm here with MK. Hey guys. And we are so excited to be joined by two music producers in the Grimes community. This is Georgia Bliss and Shy. I want you guys to at least be able to say hi. So to start, before we even talk about your song that we're going to play in just a second, if you guys wouldn't mind just introducing yourselves, how old you are and how long you've been producing music. So I'll start with you, Georgia. Hi, I'm Georgia Bliss. I'm 29 years old. I'm about to turn 30 in November, which is mind-blowing. But um, (laughs) all of us, let's go. Anyway, um, I've been producing since January 2021. So coming up on two years now and uh i'm based in the u.s uh, yeah yeah i knew georgia was 29 and uh, she's joining us mk as the 30 year old grown adult ladies mm. it's welcome to the dark dark club. <laughs> yeah it's, it's a great club shy you're a little bit different <laughs> introduce yourself to us hello i'm shy also known as world prince that's my stage name even though i've never been on a stage but that's besides <laughs> the point um yeah, I've been making music for like since I was like 17, I think. And I'm from the UK. I don't know. I'm already lost. My brain's already like hey, oh, you're you right. could literally say anything and I will listen because your accent is amazing. <laughs> really? Right? I, I yes. appreciate that. Everyone says yes. that. Listening to you in Roman, everybody's like, talk again. Say it again. <laughs> Sweethearts. <laughs> say it again. So guys, we have something super special as our first ever episode of what's up Grimes with friends, Georgia and shy collaborated recently to produce a single together known as hound. And we're going to let you listen to it right now. So good.
right, guys, that was amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Oh, wow. Okay. You want to start or should I start? I mean, I would like to start and say, like, this song was, like, it was so much fun. That's, like, all it was. It's, like, we recently had just connected through Encore slash Artnet. And we just, like, instantly clicked. So I was, like, we have to collaborate so it's like it was like a week i would say it was like a week of like endlessly just like bouncing files back and forth until we find found like a loop that we liked and then we georgia she is so badass like she (laughs) she like turned like this song out like we went from like a little like trap loop to this and she's incredible it's so funny because i think we met like the week, the week right after Encore Volume 2. And so I had just heard about World Prince and his set, and I thought it was amazing, like so different from all the other artists that had already played sets before. And we started, he asked me like if he wanted to work together, and I was like, oh my God. And um, so I just sent him a bunch of different stems for like projects that I had never finished. And it was just a bunch of eight bar loops. And one of them was called Scary Bass. And (laughs) that's that's what became Hound. And um, yeah, he like just ran with it, started rapping all these different verses. And like, it was like back and forth, like fire energy. Like it was just, like he said, like so much fun to work with. Right. It didn't even feel like work. It felt, Mm -hmm. it was like, I would wake up the next day to like, I would instantly be like, oh my God, Hound. Like we need like the Georgia collab. Like it was like so refreshing because like, I've collabed like many times with people, but it's always been so like weird and like businessy. So much talk about like royalties and yeah, this, that, and the other. But like, it was so nice to just be able to like be completely free with it and just have all this fun. I think we both just wanted to make a banger, <laughs> and, like right? we saw the potential <laughs> in each other. Like I saw he had all the vocal skills that I was missing, and I had some production skills that he like wanted me to work on with him personally so I was like let's go for it and um yeah it turned into something really beautiful and special for sure oh I'm gonna cry don't make me cry because <laughs> I will <laughs> it is pretty fantastic MK this was one of your first experiences really with Shy and Georgia because I have history with with both of them what did you think when you first listened to it uh, amazing I mean I the that was the first song I heard from both of you. Um, and then I kind of went back and listened to other stuff and, and really got to know you guys as an artist and they're just, you guys are so talented. Uh, Like this community is full of so many talented people. And I feel so grateful that I get to meet people like you. So, and how inspired you are by Grimes too. Like, and you're actively in the community. Like this isn't just a fandom. Like everybody has their own little creative niche and you guys just make beautiful art and thank you. <laughs> oh, you're well, such a sweetheart. You. My heart is melting. Mine too. <laughs> we'll get into this a little bit later, but piggybacking off what MK said, what's also interesting about both of you is you both have used CryptoQuerics art in your designs for your brand, which is phenomenal because it's just further Grimes members supporting other Grimes members and their specific art. But I want to talk a little bit about how you guys first even started producing. What 
got you started. Georgia, obviously I know a little bit about your story, but people that are listening might not. So tell us again, what got you started? Yeah. So it all kind of comes back to Grimes, obviously, but, um, I've been a fan of her for about a decade now. And oh like, my God, an old school fan. Old Yay. school, yeah. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Visions came out like right after I graduated high school. So you can figure figure that, that date out. <laughs> um, but I've always loved her music since then. And then the pandemic, when the pandemic happened and Misanthropocene came out, I became like re-obsessed because that album just was everything to me, like musically that I wanted, like scratched every itch in my brain. And um, I went down a rabbit hole of watching interviews of her where she talked about how she got into music making. And I'd always wanted to get into it, but I honestly didn't even know what music production was like at all. Like it seemed like just magicians doing stuff. Like (laughs) I was very intimidated. Um, But then I don't know, something happened January, 2021, like after such a weird, depressing 2020, I just decided like, I'm just going to try, try to learn music production by myself and like all the resources that are out there on YouTube and stuff. And so I kind of like dived headfirst in and spent all my free time, like hundreds of hours outside of work, just learning and um, experimenting and having fun, having no idea what I was doing. And um, eventually led to me starting to make this like Dune inspired album, which I was obviously inspired by Getty Primes, which Dune or which Grimes based off of Dune as well. So I was like, yeah. oh, that sounds fun. And like the movie's coming out. So I'm going to do something like that. And um, the first song I made for the album, I entered into a Discord competition in the Grimes metaverse mm-hmm. for like fan art of Grimes. And I had no clue that I would be chosen, but somehow I was. And Crypto Aquarius was another one of the artists who was chosen. So that's how I met him. And we were invited to this Discord call, but none of us knew what was about to happen, which was that Grimes was going to join the Discord call. Oh, <laughs> you listen- know, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Could you, I, I know. Just, I mean, my heart is like saying- racing thinking about it. <laughs> and you did talk about Miss A on that. Um, that talk with Grimes too, just that, that album inspired you. And I did, I do see that in your music. Like yes, very it did much. feel like a lot of manifestation, like just culminating and happening all at once. And yeah, when it happened, it felt like a fever dream to hear like my favorite artists in the world, like say that she digs my music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it Could was, you imagine was I would have died. I would have died. I would have fallen yeah, over. Same. Me too. You guys <laughs> handled it so well. Crypto's face though is so funny. <laughs> yeah. You have made a meme of that. Like he's like, I did. She did. did. <laughs> yep. I must've missed that one. I did. It, yeah. That was an old one. That was like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, so Georgia, you, you had that meeting with Grimes and then I assume that probably inspired you to keep creating and, and, find meaning and do your music and and do more. Yeah. um, I, while I worked on my Dune album, which was like very cinematic, um, I, I was experimenting since I was still like learning how to produce. I started experimenting in all kinds of genres, mostly kind of like dance, some kind of ethereal trap. Mm. And I made a song called Muses from the Underworld. Yeah. (laughs) And um, Crypto, that was the first time I got to commission him to do it. And he made this like iconic, beautiful art 
for it. And that kind of that song unexpectedly like blew up on Spotify and kind of got my like audience to start growing. And I never, ever expected like more than 100 people to even care about my music. But it was really encouraging to see strangers like being like, oh, I'm really into this, blah, blah. And yeah, it encouraged me to eventually finish my concept album, which I released about two weeks ago. Um, But yeah, I'm really proud of it and happy with how everything's gone so far. It's amazing. I listened to a little bit on YouTube and it's so incredible. Like when I found Grimes, I listened to Miss A first. And that really like, and that was during the pandemic and your music is very much like that. And it's, it's something you can, you can just do anything to, you can sit and listen and jam out to it, or you could like be productive and like do something with it. It has, it's very dynamic in that way. Oh, thank you. That means so much. Oh, before I move on to shy Georgia and I go way back because Georgia was one of the first people that I brought on to my interviews that I was doing on my memes page at the time, which I wanted to create a podcast out of at that time. Georgia, I don't remember how I got your name. Do you remember? I haven't, I think we connected on Instagram first. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. And I distinctly remember sitting down with you to record that, which was, a, had to be a year, year and a half ago. It feels mm-hmm. like a really long time now. And since then I was joking with you in DMs that this is my third interview with you on top of like hanging out on zoom for tech stuff. I know. I love it. So I've, I've probably asked you the same set of questions three times, but I think you're the <laughs> person that I have the most history with technically in the Grimes fan community. So when we were going to record this, guys, I, I envisioned having Shy on. And then Shy DM'd me and was like, hey, George is interested in being on too. And I was like, are you are you joking? Like, that's that's the perfect combo. So I'm, I'm really thrilled that this worked out for you to, to be here and for you guys to allow us to release your, your song on the podcast. Yeah, we weren't Ooh. we didn't even have a release date at all. Like, it was so spontaneous. I, I think I'm I, I don't think I've actually apologized to Georgia yet for how spontaneous <laughs> out of order it was. Just to like message her out of nowhere by like, by the way, I'm releasing Hound. I don't know when. It's it's I'm doing it today. It's happening. And then we she kind of freaked out and then we got the date and we just started getting so excited. And it's like after we made the song, we loved the song, but like obviously we started like, you know, it kind of like went to the back of our heads a little bit, working on other stuff. So like now that it's coming out, it's like back at the front again. It's like, it's, I love it even more now that mm-hmm. it's. I think we made it a few out. months ago. Right. right? It, it's, it's an old song. It feels like, old been, by this point. <laughs> For sure. So Shy, this brings us to you. You're so relatively young compared to MK and I as grown adult ladies. <laughs> How did you first get started in music production? Um, I guess ever since I was like <clears throat> like three, like really little, I've always loved music. Like all the pop girls, Britney, Christina. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's like really dry. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's only when I was like 16, 17, when I was still at secondary school, I was kind of like, I just started like recording to like random instrumentals on YouTube and like really trying to make art out of like someone else's art, which wasn't good. And then I was like, okay, well, I need to like, you know, try like make my own stuff. I can't produce. Let me make some producer friends. 
I love all my producer friends like that I have worked with in the past but like I'm so picky and like it was like it's a very like Grimes mindset I think that's what I find in Grimes that I like I'm very stubborn with it and it's like <laughs> I'm so picky and like annoying to work with so, so thank you Georgia for up with me. but like it's yeah like and then I just started like playing around making random beats but when I really want like wanted to start making music properly was when I heard Night School by Cute Door which is my favorite album of all time like a hundred percent number one Georgia will tell you I'm always sending her new Cute Door stuff and I think she's like fed up of it like I'm always like ah she's releasing but yeah I heard that album back to front stunning so I used I covered one of the songs for Artnet like the opening song Mm-hmm. as a little tribute because yeah cute door stream night school by cute door if you're listening to this <laughs> i think that's what struck me the most listening to your set on artnet volume two which is now encore is mm. that those influences of those pop stars from what was my childhood let's be real the 90s through the 2000s yeah. that is absolutely your inspiration and i love how you put your own 100%. twist onto it it's also like I mean, in real life, like, I, I'm quite, like, masculine presenting. So, like, within music, it, like, it's a, 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 such an amazing way for me to, like, express my, like, feminine side a lot more. Because, like, I think when people hear, like, World Prince, you think of, like, really hard-hitting instrumentals, sassiness. Like, mm. I'm not like that in real life. It's, like, a, a part <laughs> of me that I'm just, like, it's, like, a character type thing. So, it's, like... So it's World really Princess fun. isn't shy. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about how I snagged World Prince from Grimes. Do you think she'll sue me? I hope not. <laughs> Probably not. She never sued Crypto Aquarius for creating a whole new shirt of her that Georgia and I have. So that was good. Oh, my God. And working with Crypto was actually kind of easy because the art was already existed beforehand. So, like, I, I saw the art and I, like, just a silhouette of this person. It was, I just, I was so stunned. I was like, this is so beautiful. Like, I need this. <laughs> this needs to be mine. Like, this is made for me. You know? Listening to you talk, Shy, I have a follow-up question for both you and Georgia based on what you said. You mentioned the way I am in real life is not really what my brand looks like on Instagram mm. um, or on, you know, your your music per se, do you feel like you are the same person when you're recording and, and you're your producer self, or do you feel like this is another part of you? How do you, how do you feel that that intermingles? I, I think it's my true self when I'm recording and I'm like in my room, all my wires scattered around the floor, just like, just completely blocked out from everything else I can just like chill and I'm like expressing myself I guess so when I do go out into the real world I'm like okay <laughs> like I can't be you know sassy world prince like why not you know, <laughs> I mean I could but it's just like I I don't know it's not <laughs> not really me but it's who I'd like to be like kind of like this stern like being able to stick up for myself type character but like in real life, like if you like shout at me, like I'll cry, <laughs> but, <laughs> which is like, which sucks. But like, yeah, I think but I'm just tell you, it's not a character, though. It is you. <clears throat> it's an extension of you. 
So own yeah, it. Yeah, I guess you know? so. Um, yeah, I mean, I try to. I, I'm definitely like, yeah. I, it's a lot of like energy. Like as I said in, in an interview before with Jen, most of my music is about men that I have encountered. Mm. And it's like, it's, <laughs> yeah, like most of the music is, and Georgia will tell you that. <laughs> that like, <laughs> songs are mostly about like, yeah, just around, like men. Distrustworthy yeah. men in yes. particular. <laughs> That's a really great description because I have listened to your songs and yes, I am aware, Shy. <laughs> Georgia, same question for you. How do you integrate your producer self and the image that you portray on social media with your grown adult lady life? Yeah, um, how do, it feels like my like little secret. I don't know. But Shy and I were we bonded over the fact that we're both shy people, like shy and introverted people. Like I've been called quiet and shy my whole life to the point where like, I hate being called quiet. You know, I'm just, I'm more of a listener and an observer than a talker. Unless I'm talking to people like you, you guys who like, I have a lot of interest with and I could talk all day about stuff. But like, if it's just casual conversation or small talk with people, it's really hard. And I feel like I've come across as like, arrogant or just because I, I I don't talk as much as other people, you know? Um, but so it's hard for me to express, sorry, <clears throat> to outwardly express myself a lot of the time. And that's what music has been for me. It's just like a way to, to like express myself and to have a voice, um, when words kind of fail me. Uh, cause like, yeah, I feel like the way my songs are like, they're kind of they're often pretty dark and moody and like I lean towards that cinematic style and it's kind of sassy sometimes. I don't know, but that's not how I present myself outwardly. So it's just yeah, it's very this, dramatic and extroverted, you know, you yeah. like create these worlds with your songs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird juxtaposition, but um, especially like in creating my identity with, I guess, Instagram. Cause I feel like, you kind of need to as an artist nowadays, like it's hard to get people to really care if you're not also accompanying your music with cool visuals or mm-hmm. other social media content. But it's been nice because I've only posted like a couple of pictures of my face, but uh, and I don't like showing my face too much. So <laughs> it's been nice that people care about, you know, not particularly what I look like, but what I'm creating and I don't consider myself a vocalist kind of like Grimes, like even though she's a much better singer than me, like I've done just a little bit of vocals, but I feel like I'm much more of a producer than anything else, which kind of, I like that because it's kind of in more in the background, I guess, like I would never be like the pop star or whatever, you know, like I'd be the person in the background, like playing the keyboard or something, which I like because it's like in the shadows. Um, but yeah. Did that answer the question? <laughs> I think yeah, what I th- you just said as well. Sorry, um, like what you said, like a person in the back, pop star on the front. I think that's why, like, when we collaborate, it's like so good because, like, I want to be the pop star, you know? Yes, <laughs> like, yes, that's exactly. In the back. So it's like we have this like this common ground where we're just like we don't even have to talk about it. We know what's gonna happen. And sometimes I try to push you a little bit to do some vocals because originally everybody does. We were- <laughs> Originally, Georgia was meant to sing uh, sing a bit on Hound. She does at the end. She does some vocal, some vocal. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, which I love. 
But yeah, I, I mean, I tried, but like, you know, I can't force Georgia to do anything, even though she has an amazing voice. And I'll say that forever. You need to sing more. Your voice is great. Thank you. You have a nice voice. It, I feel like it only works in certain songs. And when it does, like it works, but it's not like I can just, I'm not like shy. And right. I was, I was telling him like when we first met, like that, I feel like God just like brought you down to me because I have been begging, <laughs> begging for like a collaboration partner that just like was confident and like had a strong, unique, powerful voice that I could like work with. And that's what he is. So Bless you. <laughs> oh my God. But uh, just, I just remembered you also, I might have it somewhere in my files. I'm not going to leak it because I know you'll hate me, but I have like, you were like meant to like rap on it. Do you remember when you sent me that, like oh, yeah. um, that snippet of you rapping? I was gobsmacked. I was like, oh <laughs> my God, Georgia, this sounds amazing. And you were like, no, 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 no. And I was like, okay, fine. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Ooh, yeah. It makes me cringe, but yeah, sometimes <laughs> it works. <laughs> George, I have a question for you. Now, have you ever felt pressure to be more pop, like of the front, like as a brand, like you having to put pressure on you to post more photos of yourself? Um, no, not really. Honestly, um, I've never had people like pressure me for that, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, if they were like nice. post more selfies, I'd be like, "Excuse me, who are you to?" demand this of me um but i feel like everyone's just here for the music which is what i want that's like the audience mm. that's that super I rare i think that's a super rare little gem you know that you that you have people yeah. love your music and you know mm. you can walk down the street exactly i have like a small knows. audience but i feel like i know a lot of them and i've i talked to a lot of them through like dms and stuff so it just feels like my own private little community of support that I love. So that is so cool. <laughs> That's one of the best things about being in the Grimes fandom is I feel like these people who I've never met are my very close friends. Like I talk to you, Georgia, I don't know, once a week we'll comment on somebody, something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I know what's going on in, in your life. And I think you brought up a good point about pages being who you wish you were. Shy brought this up. Sorry. Pages being who you wish you could be a full expression of yourself. And I think that's a part of what I also like about being in the fandom is my page is not really fully myself, but it's a part of like what I wish I could be every single day, even though it's just memes. Right. But like branding that a certain way to kind of escape my, you know, full-time life. And it does feel like a secret sometimes when you're in this community. So I related to what Georgia said. It's just your little secret yeah. of what you do it's on the It's kind side. of a controversial community sometimes to be in. So you're never sure like how people are going to react, but it's usually almost mm-hmm. always positive. So you guys have secret identities. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty great. Something I wanted to ask you guys about shy and I were on an impromptu voice chat on discord the other night, <laughs> <laughs> which was a lot of fun. And, and one of the topics that came up was feeling unsafe in the music industry. I'm wondering if you guys could talk a little bit about that, about what safety has looked like for you producing music. Um, I mean, I just think people are very like unpredictable and stuff like there's been many times where like 
there was one situation where like I asked, I was got I got asked to collab on a song when I was like 17 and I did. And then I found out that song was completely stolen. Oh. And I had to like completely like <laughs> like push away from that. And then I felt very unsafe. Yeah. In that moment. And there's like I had I, there's like a stalker situation, but like it's that's like long gone, it's whatever. But I don't know. I just feel like I I feel like emotionally it's unsafe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's so much to keep up with. I know like people think that like it sounds so easy to just like get up, like film a video to like post, you know, do some promo. Like it's actually so hard. Mm-hmm. I think I'm like steering up the question. I'm gonna like <laughs> No, that that works. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like if you put yourself in an extremely vulnerable posi- vulnerable position when you put yourself out there and you're showing your most pure self through your creativity and your art, like, of course, not everybody's going to accept it. And of course there are people who are going to take, try to take advantage of you or there's, especially in the music industry, like, especially as an independent artist, when you don't have a lot of people are really young when they start out, you know, and they're looking for any opportunity. So they'll do, they'll take any opportunity, but, um, and people know know that so they're yeah they're fishing for those people um and early on and when i started producing i had someone who wanted to me to produce a song for them um but as, as soon as i sent them a contract and said that i didn't want to hand over all rights of the song they immediately switched their tone and um yeah basically it fell through big time but um i feel like if i had done this 10 years ago I would have easily fallen for that and been a big wreck after, you know, the aftermath of whatever had ensued. But since I'm older now and kind of trying to look out for myself since nobody else is going to do it, um, you know, do your research online, legal, look up legal frameworks and stuff, know that you can have people sign contracts, even if they're just one or two page contracts, just to protect yourself a little bit. Um, That's really important. You own everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that on your your YouTube. You yeah. own everything. You do everything. That's the way to do it, really, to yeah. protect yourself. I worked yeah. in the music publishing industry about a little over ten years ago, so many moons ago. But it's still very similar. Very cutthroat. Plagiarism is rampant. You have to really do your research and know who you can trust. Know if it's a legit company because they will totally steal your work. It's brute. It's ruthless. Yeah. And everyone like the dream is to sign to a record label. Right. But the more you look into it, like people mostly have bad things to say about being signed to labels. So, you know, especially in the beginning, it's nice to have that control over your own work and try to figure out the landscape before you sign anything with other people who could use you. Yeah. Do you think Grimes regrets signing her recent contract? (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out Columbia. I'm always curious too. I know that so many NDAs are signed. I just always wonder what goes on behind the scenes. And obviously she clearly had some other issue come up with a previous record label that screwed her over and she can't talk about it. And, you know, and I'm just always curious. I I think it's a shame that you're just out there trying to make music and express yourself and people take advantage of that. And you guys have experienced that Mm. in your own research on this. Mm-hmm. And it made me actually, you just made me think of, 
you know how um, Kate Bush's song Running Up That Hill like shot up again into popularity because um, of Stranger Things? Yeah. Um, it turns out she owns all her masters. So, Good for you know, her. She, she was bringing in the bank, you know, nice. after Stranger Things. I was and listening she, to that song yeah. before then. Right? It's a great song. Yeah. I love Kate Bush. But if she had sold her her rights away for that song, you know, she wouldn't be getting all the money that she like, I'm sure she never expected decades later for it to just explode again. You know? Yeah. I think so that's funny what it me. is though. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. And I was just going to say, that's where I think when money comes in, that's when all the issues start coming in, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Like I personally, like if I was signed, if I got offered a record label or a label, I, it was an instant no, just because of the horror stories and because I swear, like they give you like loans or like they give you like advances, and like you have to like make that back and pay your master, like and buy your masters back from them. Which it doesn't make sense to me because it's like it's your art in the first place, and now you're giving it and you have to buy it. Like it doesn't compute in my brain. It's like it's it's music. Like you're a commodity. You're a brand that they're trying to sell, and they're going to tell you how your art. It affects right. fans based on statistics, not feelings, right. not emotions. Mm-hmm. So I it's feel really, like, you know, yeah. it's a double-edged sword. Some part of it's good to protect you, the business mm-hmm. aspect, and other parts, you know, really stifle you as an artist. Right, for sure. I think a, a great example of this is Britney Spears, who I've idolized for years, and like her whole situation and fourteen years of like not even being controlled being in control of her whole life and that's due to the business no if she was if she never like entered the music industry like that wouldn't have happened and it's just like family saw her as a brand right Mm. it's such a sad story and i think yeah i think her story is like really good for awareness and all that stuff and yeah it sucks but hey she's the smart she's strong we love britney and it's just nice having the freedom to release whatever you want, whenever you want. Like, right. you know, you just know that if Grimes wasn't signed right now, she would just be releasing like crazy. We would have book one. We would have book uh, one please. six months ago. <laughs> I need book one <laughs> A year now. ago. Yeah. And it's stifling as an artist to not be able to release what you want when you want, because you move on fast between mm. your, your like what you're into in the moment creatively so it feels very frustrating to me on twitter recently well not recently probably over the last year is when you go to grimes tweets and you have fan accounts that are tweeting incessantly about like where's the album where's the album where's the album which yes i make memes about it but in her comment section specifically and i'm i'm wondering how does that affect her when it's really not her decision and how frustrating must that be when you're trying to tweet about your kid or, you know, something related to sustainable energy and people are all over your content demanding answers for this record that you don't really have control over. Mm, it's, I, I do think they're kind of like, the, the stands are kind of like blinded, you know, like I feel like I understand where they're coming from. And it's like, I feel it's always the ones that have her post notifications on and they like instantly go. And that's the first thing they type because they want to be the first one. And I don't know. I feel like at the same time, she could be like happy that they're like 
people want this project from her like we love her we we want the album but like at the same time i feel like some people are just too aggressive and it's like yeah. they forget it's like it's not your art it's not yours don't tell her what to do you know yeah mk have you seen the comments that i'm talking about yeah so I like the word that Shy used. Aggressive is the right word. It's yeah. not the ones that like kindly ask, or it's clear that they're joking. It's the ones who seem actually really aggressive. Right. For sure. You see that yeah. a lot, though. It's that. kind of everywhere with people that are high profile. There's always like just like I try to put myself in their position on why I would say something like that, and I just can't ever figure out why. I feel like Grimes like. A lot, especially recently has maybe because of all the stuff she's had to endure pu- public wise with her personal life and everything. I feel like she's just matured and learned a lot of tough lessons mm. and that she doesn't feel, hopefully she doesn't feel like she owes people anything because as an artist, you don't owe anyone anything, but unfortunately fans mm. can become so wrapped up in the fandom that right. they think that, they deserve like all your time and attention and, and that albums can just be popped out like anything, but you know, there, it takes so much of your energy and time and blood, sweat and tears just, you know, to create something and support to be rushed is just like a really bad feeling as an artist. That's so true, but I want to like bounce off that and like I mentioned, like I do want to like add, like I do think the album is done because I, I the book one album because we are literally like in the perfect era and age for music because the the free tools that we have, like and how quick and easy it is now, and I don't know, it's just so accessible. Like Georgia will tell you, like I make, I'll like finish. I think I finished. Didn't book fight the song of my EP like I finished that in two days. Oh, like, like literally two days, and that was done. And it was purely because of like AI and AI like um, mixing, AI mastering has exists now. So I just kind of like do whatever, send it to the AI. The AI will listen to it, detect stuff fiddle around with it and send it back to me and it will just be like golden, which I think is really sick. I didn't know about any of this. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Like within the project as well, like while you're working on it, you can like turn on the AI and it will tell you what's like all about the frequencies and what's too high, what's too low, or it will just fix it for you. And it's like, a robot is co-writing a song. However though, like, it's sort of yeah it's kind of like that but it's like i'm learning off it as well i'm like oh okay oh, yeah. that that's that's what that's what the issue was okay i'll note that for next time yeah and it kind of helps me learn but yeah georgia what place has ai held in your music <laughs> i didn't even know it existed in music until shy told me so i'm learning new mm-hmm. things um the first okay, time i was like EP, what is this new yeah what happened? <laughs> <laughs> no the first time i learned about it he he told me he uses this pro this ai mastering program which wow. mastering is a pain in the butt and i still barely know how to do it or what it is so, um but then he told me that you could do it and we ran the hound through the ai mastering i forget what it's called uh, it's 
Yeah, like it? it's Lando. Lando, yeah. This is this, and it sounded <laughs> it sounded really good afterwards. Like it's not right. huge noticeable cha- changes, but like to the person who's like listening really closely, or the person who produced it and mm. heard the original version, like you can definitely hear the difference. And it's not so much mm. like it's just boosting certain frequencies or turning some down, right. like making so it's yeah. technical pop. technical fixes yeah. as opposed yeah, to like artistic mm-hmm. choices. For people that like don't understand, like don't know what mastering is, because like there's bound to be like at least like two three people but like it's like the last step of the song you finish the song and then it's like you're just like boosting the frequencies um just getting it to that last little step giving it that like atmosphere and like the surround type feeling like the stereo we need to use this program for uh testing my mic before (laughs) (laughs) We haven't perfected the audio on the podcast yet, which is really in part because we record on Zoom. And so you can't deal with two people's audios on one recording the way that our awesome audio technic would like to. We're doing the best we can. It's still sounding really good. Every episode I've heard, like it's, it's clear. I can hear like it's good. We could use a robot though. I was about to say, like, is there a podcasting robot? Like, there's gotta be. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to Google this and see if we can bring on a podcasting robot. I'm not going to lie. I'm very interested. Totally interested. Yeah, there's, but Lando isn't the only one. There are so many. There's even a free one that you you can get on, like, you can use it on your phone. And you literally just, like, it's an app called BandLab. And if you've got a track, you can make a whole song on your phone and then run it through mastering and it will just boost that up for you bring out the sounds and bring out like frequencies that weren't there before band lab is amazing shy introduced me to band lab and i got it on my phone and it's free and it's seriously amazing like for anyone who just wants to start music production and Mm. maybe you don't even have a laptop or something like just get this app on your phone and just mess around with it because you can learn use it yeah and shy records like all your vocals on there, right? Any vocal you hear from me is recorded on my phone. I don't use my laptop. Wow. I don't use my computer for vocals ever. I use it for production and then vocals. I sit on my phone because it's like I have it in my hand. I'm like singing, rapping. Oh, I don't like that. Okay, I'll just tap, undo, you know, like just so quick. And and the effects are free and they're so amazing and high quality. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane. Like now is the time to start making music. Well, if you want to. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have the talent to do it or you're me and you're like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm going to appreciate it. I have no idea where to start and it's just not in my talent repertoire. But yeah, I appreciate that that solid advice for for newbies starting out because I imagine for both of you guys is really vulnerable to say I'm a, I'm going to put my music out there. What platform do you guys think most helped you or community or a group of people, or I don't know, even if it's one person, helped you guys get your music out there the most? Artnet, 100%. Yeah. I want to thank you for the opportunity as well because I don't I don't remember if I did but like it was amazing like the the whole experience and like seeing the chat go crazy while my set was playing it made me like so happy like I I had never experienced that before and I don't know I just felt 
really great in that moment. Like I was living my pop star fantasy and then people started, you know, following me from Artnet and I'm still, I'm like 200 followers, but that's not the point. I'm, I'm a pop star in my head. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Georgia, what about you? Yeah. Um, I was going to say the same thing, like Artnet was i've been there since like i think we literally started the discord server and now it's got like hundreds of people in it and it's so like from all over the world with all these different talents and yeah i've met like all my online friends through there and got into collab with some really crazy talented people um but i would also say youtube was a great place for me starting out as a music producer um just because there's an insane amount of people making videos on how to make music and or how to navigate certain um, softwares for music making. Um, and if I hadn't had YouTube, I don't think I could have done anything that I did. That crazy. YouTube changed the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. But one of you has to show me how to use Discord. <laughs> oh, I still I... need to do that. <laughs> I'm yeah. on a wait list somewhere. <laughs> I know. I, I, need... <laughs> I had um, Georgia, I had Nat DM me probably three weeks ago. She was like, Hey, is it just because we're grown adults or like how do I work Discord? And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, it's part of it, but I had to have Niv like show me step by step how to work yeah. it. And ironically, Georgia, you're the reason why I'm in Artnet because they reached out to me. Glitch reached out to me what last year. And he's like, Hey, we got your name, et cetera, et cetera. Will you come host for us? And I was like, sure. So I'm in this like private server talking to the staff at the time. And your name came up as like, Oh, Georgia just mentioned you. So ironically, you're the reason why I'm in that server and I host for them. Bless. I, that's awesome. Yeah. I think I had a little bit of a head start on like learning discord bef- because I'm, I'm also a big gamer and before there it is, that's ga- what it is. It's a huge, like it's a huge platform for gamers for communication. And, but since the pandemic, it also just became just like a social hub for people. Like now it's just like, everybody's on discord it seems but i think i think people still mainly use it for gaming (laughs) i think it became a huge social platform for me what what you're talking about similar to what you're talking about i'm on discord multiple times throughout the day on certain chats Mm -hmm. finding out how people are doing random voice chats with shy like the other night i'm on discord way more than i thought i would be on discord because it it does feel very interactive in a way that, you know, Facebook and Instagram aren't, I know it's just because it's a chat room. Like, I know that's why it feels more interactive. It's in real time. Yeah. MK, we gotta, we gotta get you hooked up on the discord. It's fun. It's a whole new world. It's so hard. It's it's an amazing platform, especially like for artists collaborating as well. Cause like, Mm I can't think of any other social media that lets you just bounce files as they are. Yeah, like, like we couldn't make, be doing that on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> right, like me, like... That's interesting. Like any file. Like, I think like lots of people... Always, sorry. Always, is this okay? Sorry. No, I was done anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think producers like before Discord, are, a lot of the times they'll use emails or like Dropbox and stuff. And it's just kind of annoying and kind of a hassle. But Discord, mm-hmm. like, like you said, you can file share... And if you have like Nitro, you can send like really big files um, and it just makes it so easy. So definitely lifesaver. Well, even so cool. before we recorded this, Shy sent me his new song. Shy, what's the name of it again? 
Oh, Miss Bookfight. Book Thank you. Bookfight. Yeah. It like totally slipped my mind just now. And again, that happened in real time over the course of five minutes before I hopped on my Zoom to listen to that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was that instantaneous. It's great for mm-hmm. artists. Yeah. It's like, amazing. It's it's great. I think Georgia has like maybe three, four different versions of Bookfight. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> bounce them back and forth. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. Cause like, we can just like dump files in there and be like, okay, just like look at it in your own time or you can oh search, you can search through your chat. So like I sent him stuff like months ago, but if I can remember like some key words, I can pull it up again and like, yeah, start a whole new conversation on that. So me it just Georgia makes it easy. Like, me and Georgia have like this like agreement now when I like, if I'm like, you know, on my laptop or like, I want to like bounce a file to my phone, I don't email myself. I don't do anything, send anything to myself. I just send it to Georgia and I'm like, okay, I'll just, I just use our chat as like a file dump. And it's like, I always go, listen, if you want to, but I just need to send this to myself because then I could just go on my phone and download it from that chat. So... That's super smart. Yeah. All my stuff gets uploaded to Google Drive, and then I have to remember that oh, I uploaded right. to Google Drive, yeah. or then I have to send Google it Google Drive to scares me. It freaks me out. And it just, it, it oh, for some reason, God. I know that it's very helpful, but it just feels like when I got to send something via Google Drive to MK, it's like, ugh. like it just takes an extra step mm. that I, I don't know. I Maybe I'm just a... I'm just a privileged millennial that expects things to be done quicker. Than, I don't know. It has to process, you know, I don't have time for that. Google yeah. Drive, if you're listening to this, step your game up, okay? <laughs> Jen wants her files sent ASAP. <laughs> Come on, Google, get, it. get it together. You heard him. <laughs> the Google community. sponsor is gone. <laughs> Forever, never. Uh, I'm curious for you guys, this is a very random question, but I, I know that you have your your lives and your careers, and if you're shy, you're in between careers and you're figuring it out. What are you guys doing when you're not making music or you're not living your adult life? What do you What are you doing for fun, Georgia? What about you? Um. So before I started making music, like music kind of like overtook all my my life. Yeah. When, once I started doing it, like I'm, I just it's all I think about now. Um. But before that, I like I've always been a creative person, but I never felt like I was good enough at anything to like really go for it in a big way. So I would bounce between like painting, writing, poetry. Like I was an English major. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very sensitive soul. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> like, are. I love that. <laughs> so you really are a Grimes protege. You are everything <laughs> about you. Oh, um, but yeah, so like I would literally just depending on my mood, just like every month or two, like switch from one to the other and be, like literally hyper fixate on one and then completely drop it and then go to the next one. And so like this constantly ever changing thing, like process of creativity I had, like made me feel so bad that I couldn't just focus on one thing and like get really amazing at it. And so I had a lot of self-loathing just for that reason. But um, when it came to, when I started music, it felt like I was using all these things that I had learned through writing, through painting and art. And I was, even though I, I was incorporating them into my music, uh, 
like through the visuals or through the like the drama I was creating through the music production. I don't know. It felt like it all like was for a purpose, even though at the time it felt like a huge waste of time. And, you know, that's so interesting because your music does sound like you you're like painting like a visual you're you're painting with your music it's very it you you just imagine worlds and different places and that's so funny that you transitioned into that and that carried over thank you that's literally my goal with music is like (laughs) take you somewhere else other than where you are or like make you see something different which is why like making cinematic music for like like a fan Dune album was just like so much fun because I already kind of had the visuals based on the movie and the books, which I loved. And like just trying to make them come to life with sounds was like a challenge, but it was so much fun. I loved like every second of it. Oh my God, for sure. Like the whole, like, I don't know, like it's, it's, I get exactly what you mean. It's hard to put it into words, you know, but it's like whenever like I try to make something, I'm always like, like, I just tried to picture stuff and then like sometimes I add in like sneaky sounds like from freesounds.org. Grimes uses that. I, uh-huh, I use that too. It. It's so good. I actually I'm just gonna say it because it's like it doesn't like matter. Like I'm not like stingy about stuff, but like the whole EP that I'm making, Death Garden, um the whole thing is like George's album. It's meant to be listened from top to bottom and like You'll hear crickets, leaves, the sea, um, wind occasionally. You'll hear barking, like just like <laughs> all these random noises that are like buried into the mix, and you can like hear. But like, it just it makes everything sound so cool. Like you hear footsteps, doors banging in the distance, and it kind of it's like a trippy thing. And I, it there's helps. life in your work. There's real life in your work. I love yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Like you'll hear like loads of like loads of nature. I did try to make my own like sample pack with nature, but that did not go well. I'm never taking my microphone outside again. That was what happened. Tragic. The foxes scared me. Okay, I thought <laughs> there were like a family <laughs> of foxes, and I just ran away. I was like, it's, it's too late for me to be outside, so I went home. <laughs> foxes scared me. <laughs> They're they so scream. scary. They scream, don't they? they, they scream. It's always they outside my house. There's like some that live like right there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're terrifying. Like foxes, we cannot achieve social utopia until foxes are gone. Seems like a very UK thing to say. <laughs> I, was, I was like, this is Literally. a combination of Casper and UK right now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, shout out to Casper and I love Casper. We love Casper. He'll be back on soon. <laughs> Georgia, I have a very random question for you. You were mentioning earlier in the podcast about how the majority of your music's very moody, and I would agree. That's what we love about it. However, then you released that collab with Safira, which, as you know, I have on like repeat. It's on my like likes section on Spotify, which is a total opposite of your typical moodiness. Yeah. What was going on with with that song? What was that process like? Honestly, like it started with just this one um like preset I guess I had on my keyboard that just I just held it down like a C note or something and it created this like ping-pongy like do 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 and it like sounded so cute. So I just 
I saved that and I called it like cute song. <laughs> and cause like every track I start, um, starts with just like a random sample that I find or a random sound. And then I'll usually drop it and try to come back to it and make something with it. And with that one, it kind of reminded me, it brought out like the, the fun, like games that I used to play or that I still play like animal crossing style games or like Nintendo games, you know, just like fun, lighthearted. And I, I named it open world, which, Mm -hmm. um, if you're familiar with video games, like some are classified as open world where you can explore the world at your leisure. And, um, yeah. And when I heard, and I produced out that instrumental, I was like, just, just sounds like a video game song, which, um, was very different from my other music, obviously. But I, I sent that instrumental to Safira and out of nowhere, as Safira does, because he's amazing, he just like sang over it and sent it to me. And it was like the most beautiful, also heartbreaking lyrics I'd ever heard over this like lighthearted song. And I was like, this just works. And like, it just rolled on from there. Like I made that song in like November or something and I didn't release it for like six months because it took a long time for the instrumental plus the vocals to come together, plus the visuals and like the music video. And I was actually like pretty impatient to get it released, but I'm glad looking back now that I took my time and waited because like, Mm -hmm. otherwise I wouldn't have all the amazing visuals that I have because those didn't come together till the very end when I found a girl through Encore who like posted a random Grimes meme video that she made. And I was like, Oh my God, the editing on this is sick. And I messaged her and she was like willing to make a music video for it. And yeah, it was just so much fun. So different, which is what I love about music. It's like you can just do whatever you want, depending on your mood. Yeah, and shout so out awesome. to Safira. Yeah. Oh and, my and- God, Safira. Safira is a mood. His Instagram page is a mood. You will love it. You should go follow mm-hmm. him. He dropped one of the clips of him making the vocals to his Instagram page before you guys released it. Obviously there is something so deeply satisfying when you hear a clip of music and it like automatically grabs you and you're like, I got to have it. That was like for me when shimmy gummy eyes first was teased before we got it 30 billion more times on TikTok, okay? <laughs> Where I was like, I gotta have this song. And that's how I felt when I heard Safira's clip of y'all's collab. And I don't think I realized at the time it was even a collab. I think I thought it was just Safira. It's one of my favorite songs right now because it is such a, um, such a um, reflection mood for me of the happy times in, in my life. That's how it feels to me when I listen to it. Mm-hmm. You guys and- have to say all this stuff. I'm, you know, if you're listening to this, I'm meeting these artists along with you, you know, yeah. and it's such a fun trip and just send me anything. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing more about, you know, what you have to come and then other artists that you listen to in the community or know about. I can't wait to meet them and check out their stuff too. That's been one of the coolest things about MK and I's relationship. I was relating to what Georgia said earlier, where you guys were talking about collab partners. I was like, oh man, that's how I felt when I met MK and something just meshes so well, like your two personalities mesh very well. And I had been searching for that for probably two years to create a podcast and I just could not find the right person. And so it's been really fun introducing MK to some of my people 
in this community. And it's almost like introducing your real life friends of like, Oh, you got to meet so-and-so at this party. And that's how I felt when shy and Georgia, I knew we were going to come on the podcast. Oh, you got to meet these people. They're my friends. Like I hang out with them every day. It feels like, yeah, it's so exciting. It's like, I met you and like, we just clicked and you're introducing me to all of these other really cool people. You know, I would just like to say real quick, MK, we have spoken before. Um, you are live with Jen and I commented like, MK, you're so pretty. And you were like, thank you. And <laughs> I don't think you were like, obviously oh. you don't remember me, you know, but like, I, I think that's like the only moment other than tonight where we've, you know, it, our worlds collided, I guess. Yeah. I I'm so happy it did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The internet is crazy. It's insane. And in the Grimes community, it's insane. Who knows who? Where I'll ask, like, do you know of this person? And they know of that person. It's a small world in the Grimes community. So that's that's right. really worked out for all of us. As we wrap up here tonight, Georgia and Shy, for the people listening who are like, gosh, I've got to listen to them, because that's the only response to listening to you talk tonight, if you ask me. How can people find Agreed. you? How can they find your music? How can they DM you? How can they contact you? Um, for me, World Prince with an X instead of an O, I I at the end because someone took World Prince. And if you're listening to this, I'm gonna find you, yeah. and I'm gonna have a stern word with you because I want that out. Because I had it before, but then I lost it somehow. Mm. But yeah, World Prince I I on Instagram, Twitter, and then just World Prince on SoundCloud. Yeah, Georgia. Um, I'm, you can just search Georgia bliss and with a space between Georgia and bliss and on Instagram, I'm Georgia bliss music. Cause I couldn't get Georgia bliss obviously, but, um, yeah, it's really easy to contact me cause I'm like always online basically. <laughs> like, so it's, I don't mind when people slide in my DMS and it's funny. Cause like sometimes people will be like, Oh my God, I can't believe you responded. I'm like, what, what, what do you mean? You can't believe I responded. Like I respond to everybody and I'm, I'm nobody. Like well. it's so, I know you said that to me and I was like, what? like, I don't know. It's just the strangest feeling, but I'm, I'm a very open person. Like, I'm not going to bite. <laughs> You're both I so like, humble. Yeah. I, I was, like, such a fanboy when I first messaged Georgia. Because obviously I was a big fan. But if you had told me, if you went to Shy in the past and told me, like, you're going to be sitting there playing video games with her in like a week. Like, like I wouldn't have believed you. Like literally a week after that, we were just like playing video games together. And it was insane. We became besties like real fast. It was crazy. Literally. He's my son now. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I love about this community is you meet people who you normally would not have met in real life, specifically globally. I did not have global friends until I got involved in the Grimes community because I had no reason to. And the people you end up clicking with globally and you become really close friends with, even though you're not in real life. And you guys are an example of that. And so shy, thank you so much for a being willing to be our first guest and B for DMing me and saying, Hey, can Georgia join? And I squealed when I got your DM. <laughs> I was and scared that you would like get mad at me because I like kind of set it up without asking you first. I was like, Georgia, we're going on this podcast <laughs> together. You know, like we're going to do it together. I need you there. Like we need to like do this. Which was before, yeah, we decided to release Hound after we decided to be on the podcast, which is strange. We were like, well, oh, wait, no, this is perfect. This is perfect. We can, like, you know, talk about the new song. Like, it's a perfect time. We have to now. 
now. Did you release it sooner because of us? I say I yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I, I don't know why. I I actually have a confession. I I was like, I'm gonna release the song on my mom's birthday because that's it's like the date I know Aww. but turns out I got the date wrong so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no not the 19 not, yeah the 9th of September 9th of September pre-save hound <laughs> well guys that's fantastic thank you so much for joining us here tonight for all of our listeners this is something that MK and I plan to do often our goal is to record two per week one that's individual with us and two that is another guest talk what's up Grimes plus friends we appreciate you guys so much Georgia and Shy, and we hope everybody out in podcast land is having a pretty good griming day yeah, and our Yay. Patreon is coming soon, so check out for those details. Patreon. Take my Thank money. you guys Sorry so much. We love you.